0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Sporty Season podcast. This episode is called Aussie Balls. We'll obviously get into a little bit of uh, why it's called that. We're not just going to be talking about genitalia the whole episode, I promise. Um, But yeah, so uh, we are going to uh, be talking about all things Australian sports, If you are new to the podcast, welcome, Um, Sporty Season is a podcast where we talk about all things sport. We have a F1 particular podcast called Speed Season, you can also check that out. If you're listening on Twitch live, welcome, hello. If you're watching on YouTube in the past, obviously, hello in the past. And if you're listening on Spotify, I hope you're uh, procrastinating from work. Yeah, so today um, we are obviously joined by a guest, and uh, we have gone even more international than we've been so far, and we have actually pulled an absolute beauty from Australia, uh, who it comes in the form of Jackson, also known as Oz Evo. Jackson, how are you, mate?
1: G'day mate, I'm good, how
0: are you? You had to start with a g'day mate just to keep the stereotype I did. up, didn't you? <laughs> I, every
1: every time I get asked how I am, I always answer with a g'day to
0: keep that stereotype up. So it's one of my favourite words. I think the viewers would have been disappointed if that wasn't how the podcast started. Um, Yeah, so we'll just uh, just quickly do an outline of how the discussion's going to work today, obviously. For those you that don't know on the Sports Season podcast, on a Saturday when we do a guest-related podcast, we kind of focus on the guest more than the chat um but we will come to the chat at the end so if you guys have any questions make sure you store them up and uh, we'll obviously try and go through as many as we can at the end um but yeah so ov- obviously going to get the little plugs in there um don't forget if you're watching live estimation mark cfs in the chat you can go and pick up some classic football shirts and use code jjc's season that check out for 10 percent off just don't buy everton um and also if you like the hoodie uh exclamation mark lm in the chat you can pick yourself up uh lm inspired hoodie uh which are a really comfy clothing brand i literally stink and i haven't taken this off for a week so you know that's when you know a hoodie's good um but yeah no yeah so welcome um and yeah so first of all we need to uh get our know uh get to know our guest so uh jackson do you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves where you're from uh what you do uh, and what you do in your spare time kind of thing
1: all right. Um, just quickly, that Everton dig there. Like, do we fi- let's not forget there's a Sigurdsson shirt in the background there, mate. So. Like, yeah.
0: Made his career at Spurs. Yeah,
1: yeah but continued it here. so <laughs> Just saying. I'm um, from Australia, down under, as one would people, as one would people say, as people say. Um, I'm from Melbourne, Victoria, which is the the southeast part of uh, Australia. It's usually the we've been by the most livable city like three times in a row. I think apart from the last two years because we were in lockdown and i don't know why the time before that um what do i do with myself uh i work for uh, the tax office in australia which is always fun mm. um, i play soccer trying to get fit after seven months of lockdown last year obviously covid was a big thing we got hit my area got hit by it the worst in australia so it's been a very good Thing for us to be free after seven months obviously you would know all about that in uh the uk right now yeah uh stream on twitch uh, and i just vibe i think is the best way to put it i just like to vibe
0: i definitely i definitely can vouch for that i i said um we've been trying to get this together for a couple of weeks now um this podcast because obviously you know we have to sort out time zones and things obviously for those that don't know it's a lo- it's very different the time zones from here to australia um if you don't know that then you're probably not listening to a podcast anyway because that requires brain cells but you know <laughs> but if you didn't know obviously trying to get this sort of thing sorted was obviously um you know not difficult but we just had to try and figure out a time and stuff that worked for us both and obviously luckily for us the uh the 12th uh no you can host holly it won't go off um and and yeah so um Today's today's kind of more of a, a discussion about learning. Uh, to be honest, um, it's always been a sport. We're going to talk about Aussie rules. We're going to talk about uh, the cricket scandal. We're going to talk about soccer in or football in Australia. Foot- and then, football it is football, yeah. And then we're also going to talk about rugby, but that rugby discussion is going to be very short because no one cares about rugby. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So um, that's kind of the outline of the discussion today. Um, but first of all. Uh, obviously before we talk sport we need to know about uh, Jackson's side of sport and and you know obviously Jackson's love of sport we've had a couple of guests on where we've kind of given their kind of sporting stories so Jackson for you um, you know where where did you first discover your love for sport and what was it and then obviously we'll go through you know the teams you kind of follow and 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 now you know you've kind of grown up what kind of sports you, you follow more closely.
1: Yeah, uh, sweet. Um, I was a bit of a chubby little kid. I used to play uh, our football, AFL, um, as a kid, and I really didn't like it back then. I was a bit of a scaredy cat, as one would say. I'd get hit or bumped, and I'd fall over, and I wouldn't want to get up. (laughs) Um, And, you know, throughout high school, I got better, obviously. I stopped playing AFL probably when I was 13, and I wasn't really into sport too much then Uh, growing up into high school i started playing a lot of soccer I, you, bear with me yeah no we've
0: already had americans on you're fine we've had americans on you're fine <laughs> yes
1: just want to make it very clear to the audience right now australian lingo is very mixed between uk and american so we'll say <laughs> some stuff that you guys say in uk but we'll also say some stuff that is american as well <laughs> um, so that that's why it might get confusing throughout this conversation yeah, yeah. um yeah, what happened? I started playing soccer and basketball at school uh, at lunchtime and for school. Uh, and then in my final year of high school, year 12, I was really into soccer and I started playing soccer for a club. Mm-hmm. Um, it was East Bentley, which is where I still play today. Um, And I captained my high school soccer team too to The furthest I'd ever been, which was awesome, yeah. Um, but it was probably that year that I said to myself that I really like sport and I really want to be involved with sport as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I also realized that I wasn't as much of a scaredy cat as I thought I was, and yeah. took a few big hits that first year playing outdoor soccer. Um, mm. but I don't know, it's just what I think these do you days. Play? Of uh, when I was at my fittest, which was that year, probably was right back. Mm-hmm. Um, I then have since then gone through multiple horrendous injuries, which uh, I'm sure we can get into eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now my unfit self uh, is either a centre back or a goalkeeper. Okay. So what about you? You mentioned before you played soccer. And I, uh, I play. Uh,
0: well, you can see by the the ultimate team card up there, which you know we we very often have arguments about in my twitch chat about the stats that are on there but yeah so I play left wing back currently I played in goal for uh ten years at a really high level over here um and then I I didn't enjoy it anymore and I wasn't gonna go pro so I thought well I'll move outfield and anyone that uh Shut up. I've just seen the chat sorry. Anyone uh, anyone that obviously takes the mick out of football knows that goalkeepers normally go to left back when they move outfield it seems to be an absolutely crazy trend i know so many goalkeepers that have gone I've from never heard of that no no over here i know loads of people that either move to left back or right back because it's the position because they're not good enough going forward to play attacking but they've got a little bit of defensive nous so they'll like play in defense and and yeah so like for me like i i play left back now and i've played left back for the last five or six years um. I mean, mm. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah, and I'm I'm really enjoying where I'm playing awesome. in a minute. But but uh, but back on you with with regards to sports. So obviously you mentioned AFL and obviously you love of soccer. So we're going to obviously get into teams. So I feel like we'll save the AFL team for when we start to talk about Aussie rules. So obviously there's two different yeah. names for it. You know, it's like nicknames. It is it, it's, it's AFL Aussie rules. You know, it's but we'll mm. talk about soccer first. Now I know who you support um but the chat don't so uh do you, want, do you want to let us know which English club you support I'll say
1: the uh the toffees always
0: up the toffees
1: <laughs> up the toffees Ancelotti doing wonders at the club right now
0: yeah well
1: uh, it's, uh, yeah uh, been a rough few years to say the least until he came in mm.
0: It definitely looks like they've got a, a different kind of dynamic now, at Everton. I don't know whether they're, I don't know whether they're as good as they looked at the beginning of the year, but they definitely have improved massively, and I think next year will be an interesting push for them. But I don't know what you think.
1: I think uh, obviously at the beginning of the year we had a very, I don't know how to put it, we had a very big surge. Everyone was confident. Mm. Um, a few injuries here and there, and it sort of put us back into that. Not the mid-table, we're obviously high mid-table. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it just looks like people want to play for the club again. Yeah. I think that's something that was lacking for the last few years, is that no one wanted to play. And now that Ancelotti's come in, it's it's unreal, you know, the difference yeah. that has been made.
0: Yeah. So um, we're going we're gonna to get into the first real talking point. Um, and again, uh, I've had uh, uh, American guest on before to talk about the, the, the difference in soccer in the US to how it is over here. Obviously, the rules are the same, Um but in Australia, when you say football, it, like you said, it's 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 not soccer. It is uh, a, a, a egg-shaped ball, and they're not kicking it into a goal with nets, and it looks incredibly like rugby. So, you know, I put this analogy out there all the time. Um, you know, aliens landed in Australia thinking, oh, mate, this place is quite nice. I mean, they're all a bit nutty and they swear loads. Obviously, little disclaimer, obviously, if you are watching the podcast, I apologise on behalf of Jackson. Before, he's Australian. Anything that comes out of his mouth, I've said that he's fine. He's allowed to say anything. Um, obviously... To an that, extent. To an extent that's not going <laughs> to get me banned. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, you know, they swear loads and they're, they're pretty cool guys but uh, and girls. Um, and... Uh, you know, they've landed in Australia, they've seen this big circle pitch, I want to say, it's like a weird shape, and they're going, what the hell is this? And the man that has to explain it to them is Jackson. So, Jackson, what the hell is Aussie Rules or AFL for someone that's never watched it or heard of it
1: before? AFL for dummies. Yeah, AFL for
0: dummies, yeah. (laughs)
1: I'll I'll write a whole book for you. Yeah. AFL for dummies. It, it, you're right when it's, you, you say it. it's kind of like rugby, but not at all. It's, it's a unique sport altogether. Mm. There's no sport in the world that comes close to it apart from Gaelic. Mm. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's like 16 v 16. You have all these different positions on the pitch. There's uh, the forward line. There's two light lines, the forward line. So there's full forward and forward pockets. And then there's the half forward and the half forward flanks. Um, and then you have this, the the two wingers, then you have a centre man, but then you have three people that follow the ball as well, one being a ruckman and two other people there yeah. in midfield. And then it's the same thing as the defence, so half uh, full-backs. I actually haven't thought about what we call them because I haven't... No. <laughs> I, it, but I don't think about the actual terms, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and your whole objective is to get the ball into the two middle posts, there's four posts, so fucking oh. like, let's let's use my fingers. There's right, four okay. posts between these two six is is six points a goal, and yeah. between the two sides is a point. Um, now you can run with the ball, but you can't run like more than fifteen meters, or you have to bounce the ball, which then mm-hmm. comes into basketball.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Blows my mind as well. So um, they've literally then... just
0: gone right. Okay, so we like this from this sport, this from this sport, this from this sport, and this from this sport. <clears throat> It's just like clusterfuck it.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Um, people say that NFL and rugby are the hardest hitting sports in the world. Nothing compares to AFL. Back when it was not as regulated, AFL was. Whew, that's what I was gonna try and show. The, yeah, the, yeah. Show you today It was a video of like AFL's hardest hits. If um, you are, obviously, you can tackle. If you
0: aren't you know, listening to the podcast. Um, i i've seen jackson watch these on his stream um and i would definitely go and check out on youtube any afl hit compilations it is pretty damn awesome (laughs) and slightly terrifying
1: yeah it's pretty full on um but yeah tackling bumping is allowed you gotta you gotta banter an interchange sorry i I fidget um (laughs) I don't know. It's so hard to explain it for dummies. If you don't, if you can't watch it in person, it's very hard to explain it.
0: Yeah. So it, I I, I think the general kind of gist is it. It's kind of got the the basketball mechanic of you can run with it but not too far and you've got to release it whenever. So it, when when releasing it, have you got to throw it past? I know you, you can unpick. is it you, a handball? Yeah. Handball. Yeah. So you yeah. can't throw.
1: So, you can't throw it to someone, you have to handball it to someone. Okay. Or you have to kick it to someone. Okay. Um, which is what makes it unique, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah imagine like, you grab the ball and you just throw it. Nah, not allowed. Yeah. Um, but kicking the ball and handballing the ball uh, are allowed, which yeah. is what you kind of have to do to get rid of the ball. What's well, all you can do to get rid of the ball?
0: But um okay, so it's got the, the basketball mechanics of, of the movement, and it's obviously it's got the unique passing kind of thing, and then to to get it through the goals you have to kick. There's only, you can't score through like running or anything. It's only literally no, through kicking through the pass. Has to be a kick. So um, as a as a defender then, how so unless you block it when he goes to kick it, you're literally screwed. Because I imagine these guys are like rehearsed professionals in from all kinds of angles and distances getting it through the post
1: yeah so they are so what happens is they'll kick it and when you mark the ball no one can tackle you so where you mark there's there's a man on the mark Mm -hmm. so they can block you from the kick it's very rare because people usually kick the ball a lot higher than the person yeah 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 as a defender your job is to stop the person from marking the ball Mm -hmm. or touch it before it goes across the line if someone's taking a kick from 50 metres out. Um, As someone in chat said, I know people can't see this if you're listening to it, but it is much like netball. Once you get the ball, no one can touch you, Um, obviously. Um, But you can play it on. Say you do get the mark, and you see the defenders below you on the ground and you have space, you can start running. But as soon as you start running, you can get touched again. Oh, okay. So when you're defending, it's not necessarily you're trying to stop them from... Okay, you, you obviously you're trying to get the ball off them, but you're also trying to stop the ball from getting to them in the first place.
0: So what you're saying is, is, is when uh, when you go to, to kick it through the posts, when that kind of whole thing happens, the, the momentum and the kick and stuff, from that point on, is, is that you marking the ball and then someone can't hit you, the only thing they can do is block you from kicking it, as in they can block the kick? Is that, is, is that it, or...?
1: Yes and no. It's,
2: uh...
1: was it contagious? Say I get the ball. I don't, I don't, it's so hard to explain to dummies. I should have actually done some research on this. I went into this <laughs> wink trying to wing it, and this is hard. Um, say I mark the ball. Or say we get the... So you there's a bounce up to begin with, ball up, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. At the start of, like, the kickoff, I guess you could say. Yeah. Ball goes up, the ruck go for it, they tap it out, which is, like, centres in basketball, tapping it out. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, whoever gets to kick it, and I mark it, say just outside the 50 meter mark. Um,
0: so how do you mark it? How I'll do you mark it? That, that's that's
1: the point. There. Just grab it. Let's just catch it.
0: Oh, just so the minute it's you a, catch it, it. it's a catch. Okay. Yeah, it's just a
1: catch. And then um, no one can touch me. I can line up for goal, have a shot if I want, or I can kick it to someone else, and they can catch it. Yeah. We call it mark. I don't know why we call it mark. No, like, that's what that's probably what's
0: been the confusing part. <laughs>
1: but uh it is it is a very difficult game to to teach without showing i guess you could say
0: no and i think i think obviously the biggest appeal of it and and just from uh watching it uh on your on your stream shortly was that you know the big appeal of it is the commentators are class um that was one thing i definitely took away from it the, the commentary yes. is brilliant I saw a I saw a clip on my TikTok the other day, and I don't know whether you've seen it on yours of uh, some guy that does the commentary. His son plays and he scored on his debut or something. I, I you might not have seen it, but I saw it on TikTok Probably. the other day, and uh, mate the commentary. And obviously, where it's Australian, it's it's automatically ten times funnier than our commentary. And uh, no swearing though. No swearing. I know. I don't know how they do it. Do they like go for a course beforehand on like how to control themselves or? <laughs> Just like on live television, so,
1: it's very difficult not to swear. I will say that yeah. it's our culture to swear. Yeah, well,
0: that's the it is. thing. It's, it's 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 very different now in Australia as it is to a lot of the world. And I've had friends that have travelled in Australia, and um, the story of how my mum and dad met was through Australia, which is absolutely nuts. Um, but yeah, so
1: Australia.
0: Yeah, that's that's not really podcast content, but uh, I'll fill you in on that story later, but. You know, it, oh, yeah. it's, it's just, I uh, um, you know, it, it, it just seems like the big appeal of it is, without sounding like it's stereotyping, it's a very Australian sport. If you were to say, right, the Australians have come up with a sport, I think it's everything. It's exciting, it's hard-hitting, it's, you know, the commentary's great, the players have got real personalities, like some of the clips I've seen that you've shown are just, like, people taunting each other, talking shit, you know, all Gary of that Hall. kind of stuff that you know, and then afterwards, everyone's like, fine, everyone's like, you know, everyone's boys with each other afterwards, you know what I mean, like, exactly, but, if you
1: so that, that's, that's for me, is my sports, so if you can put it all out there, on the pitch, I'm, say I'm playing a sport with someone as well, and I think, yeah. I think this is the mentality everyone should have, if you're playing a sport with someone, and you go hard with each other, you like, you both put in a hard tackle here and there, I'll turn around and buy you a drink after the game. Yeah, I, I yeah. Okay, I think I respect that, and it's that's what comes down to it, is that a lot of the players respect each other because they're elite footballers. You know, mm. they're there because they're good at what they do, so they can't really take offence if something does go badly. I guess you could say.
0: So how does the uh, how does the Aussie season uh, Aussie rule season work uh, fixture wise, and obviously what are the what are the trophies at the end? How how does it all how does it all pan out?
1: All right, so um much like most our major leagues here in Australia there's one league. That's the big league. Is it franchised um, the league?
0: So you no, can't it's, you... Not. Oh, it's not. Okay.
1: Um I'm glad it's not as well. Yeah. Um so there is a round of there's 22 rounds I think it is or something like that. Um and every team versus each other twice. Uh-huh. Um and then there's two rounds where people have a bye. Mm-hmm. Um so there's a team table sixteen, uh to make the finals you need to be in the top eight. Okay. Uh the finals start in June, February, March, April, May, June, July. <laughs> uh, August. The month before September. This is great for me. <laughs> um final start there. Usually the team that finishes first will play the first week of the finals, so will everyone else. Um, but if the team that finishes first, wins, they go into the week, take a week off, and they play yeah, again. Yeah. um a game then to make the final. Um, it's pretty much knockout for everyone else. Um, you, you you I think, apart from the top four. So if you're in the top four, you have two chances. If you lose your first game, you get the second chance, but if you okay. lose your, the next one, you lose, and you're done. Um, and the thing we want is the is the grand final and the premiership, which is a big trophy. Um, and the and the grand final, the experience of the grand final is unreal. We usually have it here in Melbourne every year. Obviously, not last year they had a COVID bubble up uh, in Northern Australia. Yeah. Um, but the the atmosphere on grand final day, no matter even if it's not a Victorian team that's playing, is unreal and something that's unparalleled. And luckily for me, my team has won. Four of the last three years. Okay, so, so
0: who is who? Who's your team, and and and, uh, and um, tell us a little bit about them.
1: I went. So I go for Richmond Tigers. Um, they're a team based in a suburb in Melbourne, which is Richmond. Um, and before the last four years, we'd probably had about twenty years of nothing. Think of us as um, I'm trying to think of a shit team in the prem. Oh, the shit. Think of us as Spurs, not winning... No, I'm joking. There
0: we go, there we go. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming at some point it in was, this you,
1: podcast. You had a dig at <laughs> me for Everton. Um, no, just like... So, we were really bad and we were last for a lot of it. And, the, you know, the years leading up to when we started making finals, we would lose the first round of the finals. Um, and then we got a new, coach in, a new coaching staff in. Um Invest in some younger talent and, you know, since then it's unreal. And now the common mis- like common joke is when I say I go for Richmond, if an Australian asks me, they say, am I bandwagoner? Because, you know, we've yeah, been yeah. that good the last... Right now we're known as the team uh-huh. in the league, which is a great feeling, obviously, as a supporter. But it's also a lot of uh, pressure on the players and the coaching staff because yeah. we've done so well. And I think the funniest thing about the whole thing is obviously we've won four of the last three premiership, uh, three of the last four premierships, and the one we lost was the one we should have won the most. <laughs> and that just shows the mentality that, uh, how, like, intense it is <clears throat> when it comes to the finals.
0: So who are your biggest rivals?
1: Every, uh, biggest rivals, Collingwood. They're another suburb in Melbourne okay. who have a major fan base. Um, You could say they're probably like the Manchester City and Manchester United sort of thing.
0: Okay.
1: Huge fan bases. Uh, Maybe not City. Let's not talk about City. City haven't got any fans. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Everton, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, Everton, Everton, Liverpool. Okay, yeah,
0: we'll go with that.
1: Big, big clubs. Um, And it didn't help that the reason we lost in the finals that year that we lost, we lost to them. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: them or Carlton? I think uh, Carlton, Collingwood, Richmond, and Essendon—they're four Melbourne teams, like Victorian teams. Yeah, and, and sort of just bragging, right? It's whoever wins when we play. And is that all is that high. like
0: is it is it? I take it it's exactly the same as as office football banter. You know, you're dreading going into work the next day, or all of your mates are a bell in your phone like ten seconds after the whistle's blown at the end of the game. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'd, no, I can imagine as well. I don't know. It, it's something that I've obviously, uh, obviously been interested in obviously like i said because of the story of obviously you know how australia is important to me i've never been um but you know australia is important to me for other reasons um and obviously it's always been something that i've always wanted to be in- interested in but i've never really like, obviously time zones are a massive fuck as well but you know mm. uh, but it's always, and I've never had anyone that's ever been able to teach you I'm not saying you're gonna have to teach me, but like you know, I'd love to like sit and watch a game sometime, or, or just like just to get into it, just to because you know, like you know, it's the same with American football. A lot of people are scared of sports that they don't understand, and and you know, oh, it's boring, or oh, it's just the same as this. And it's like yeah, but if you actually learn it, like any sports, entertaining, um, apart from mm. snooker, um, and you know, it, no, I'm joking, no, I'm joking. It's just to wind some of my mates up. Um, but no, it, it's just. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I I just think Aussie rules is just always been something that it kind of sweeps under the radar, and people kind of because obviously like NFL for example, Aussie rules is unique in the sense that it's the it's Aussie rules. There's no like mm. Aussie rules alternative in like obviously there's probably people that play it across the world and whatever, but mm. um you know there's no it, like the NFL there's no it it's its own sport. It's not like football where footballs mm. played internationally. But I do find it funny though that Aussie rules, and it might be, be the time, time zone thing maybe, but then even so America's, I mean America's only six hours or so, but you know, why do you think Aussie rules has never taken off the same way like the NFL has taken off across the globe?
1: It's a question I question myself every day. It's funny, people like NFL because of how intense it is and mm-hmm. how full on it is. Aussie rules is more intense than NFL in yeah. my opinion. uh-huh. Uh the ball's always moving. There's no stoppages in play. Or well, obviously there is but it's like a split second. Yeah. Like yeah. they'll throw the ball up or throw the ball in like it's very difficult to find where Aussie rules has or hasn't gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Um from my like, like I said before, I'm pretty sure it's not franchised and that might be a thing, you know? Yeah. Franchising might be the thing of stopping it um and probably just time zones our time zone's so weird like if you think about it right now it's 10:30 for uh you guys it's what 12 1 or something like for that like half mate.
0: 12 for us yeah it's half 12 for yeah, us yeah
1: exactly like so if you were wanting to watch an AFL game an AFL game would have just finished and a lot of the time people aren't up at this time no um especially cuz we play games at, on a thursday friday saturday sunday yeah um and in America, it's like one a. M. It's like four a.m. or something like that in America right now, whatever time zone.
2: Yeah.
0: It's yeah, cause for I um, not understand us, how it hasn't. Cause for us, time zone wise, watching American sports isn't an issue. Apart from the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is the only time watching American sports is an issue. And obviously, it depends on what coast it's on. But like for us, American sports kick off about the same time that football normally kicks off. Like our football kicks off, but obviously in American time. And where it's like six hours, so in an, in the NFL they have red zone, and red zone starts at six o'clock English time in the in the evening. So we you know we get to what Obviously, if you want to stay up to the late game, like the late game doesn't finish till about four, like you said. But like mm. we can watch games from six in the evening all the way through the whole evening till like four in the morning. Whereas with your sports, we'd have to get up early, and 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 that kind of screws that market unless people are super passionate about it.
1: Yeah, I just don't think
0: people know enough about it yet. Um, I said, quite, "You're the spokesman. Like, you're the spokesman. All all ten people, too all, all all ten people that are going to see this, listen to this podcast, could be the first ten people that watch Aussie Rules. So it's all on you, Jackson. It's all on you, mate.
1: I just uh, I think it's a very fun sport. That's very intense. If you like, a lot of people don't like sport because it can be boring. Let's look at the likes of." Uh, Cricket. Um, I won't say rugby. Rugby is not too boring.
2: Mm.
1: Nothing like cricket. Um, but if you want something fast-paced and fun, it's definitely th- something to watch. If you just put your time in and actually learn how to like see how the game is played, like the amount of people that have come over from uh, overseas and watched the game that I've been around and been like, look, this is really fun. I just don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And you, you sit there and you are like sit back watch learn you'll love it and they just love it for the rest of their lives and it's something definitely that i would say everyone needs to watch
0: yeah um but obviously we're talking about media attention and and obviously growing in the media and all of that kind of stuff now i want to talk about something that obviously picked up a lot of media attention uh, and obviously was was a huge huge thing now you know i'm not a massive cricket fan i'll watch 2020 um that's the only only cricket i'll watch because that's exciting because they just want to smack the ball every time i'm not a fan of test cricket however i was a fan of test cricket in 2018 when i saw that obviously steve smith and david warner uh pretty much screwed everything so for anyone that doesn't know um there was the Australian ball tampering scandal in 2018, also known as Sandpaper Gate, um, and intense music. Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, where the the Australian captain Steve Smith and and vice captain David Warner uh, and a few other players were involved in using sandpaper to affect the flight of the ball. Uh, in a cricket game, which is obviously you know cricket's a very gentlemanly sport, so it was obviously frowned upon massively. But how did that go down in Australia? So so talk us through the timeline for you, for what happened over there. Obviously, did people know it was going on, or or what what kind of happened? What kind of happened over over for you guys? Obviously, you you know it affected you the most.
1: So it uh, it happened. It happened. Was it who was it against? It was. You guys, wasn't it? Yeah, it
0: was.
1: It was you guys. We started crying about it, that's
0: why.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it happened overnight for us, and everyone woke up to this headline, like, cricket scandal, and everyone's like, like, one, cricket's big in Australia when it's here, when it's overseas, it's like, eh, whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: And so we're like, oh, something's happened, someone's hurt themselves, they've gone off, and I remember looking at the news and being like, Steve Smith, Dan Warner caught in, biggest scandal in cricket ever. I'm thinking what's going on here? And then it all came out that they had tampered with ball wire sandpaper, and like we're we're a big cricket country it's a it's a big thing over here when it is like when it is here and uh yeah, I think a lot of the country were were in shock um obviously, if you guys don't know much about Steve Smith and david Warner david Warner maybe not so much but Steve Smith's one. Of, the best cricket players of all time. You know, he's one of the best captains Australia uh, captains Australia's ever had. He's an unreal batsman, unreal spokesman, you know, and he, he really changed the generation of cricket that he was a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have that come out and find out that he's tampered with a cricket ball in an international test, like, it's not just like your you average down the park we're having a cricket match. It's like Big stage tampering. It was it was a shock. It brought a lot of shame to a lot of us because Steve Smith is someone that people look up to in Australia yeah. and having that happen and him be involved in it was a bit of a shock. But I and I've said it I said it then and I said it now, I don't think when when we say Dave Warner and Steve Smith and a couple other players did this? I I don't think it was Steve Smith. I I when I say it, I just don't believe that he would do that. I reckon he's just taken the bullet for the team, and he and he's done what the captain would do in that
0: situation. Do you think? Uh, do you think? You know, you, you kind of alluded to it there. If it was, if it was, I don't know. I I don't like I said. I know nothing about cricket, and I'm not going to pride myself on on saying I know anything about cricket. Um, but you know. This is one of those things um, that you don't need to know about the sport to understand the gravity of what happened. And, and in a sport like cricket, which has such you know high standards and and like you said, we were talking earlier about respect. You know, cricket is mm. one of those sports where you know it's a lot of respect for each other and and it's a very respectful game. For that to happen, if it was a fringe player or a player within the squad that took the brunt obviously you're saying you know you think he just took the brunt because he's captain but let's say for example he was the you, you know he was the guy um if it was a fringe player i don't think it would be as much of a thing um i think it obviously it still would have been a scandal but like you said because of this I i don't want to say the media the media love it when it's the good boy i feel like the media mm. always love it when it's the you know the good boy that's He's, he's he's the perfect example all the time, but the one time he does something awful, it's just like they it, it went out for blood kind of thing. And and was that kind of the vibe in Australia at the time? Like it was kind of like like you yeah. said like, like
1: uh, the media just came for them. You know, uh, the media and people just came for him and like don't get me wrong, like what they did was unbelievably wrong and it's It's staying cricket in Australia for a while. Mm. But it's, like you said, the media like the, the story, and and I don't think it would have been that big of a deal if it was someone else. Mm. But you you take into account they're saying Steve uh, Warner and um, Smith have both come out and said it was them. It's just the media's jumped at it and they just tore them a new one here. And it was... They were publicly shamed everywhere. It was all over everything. And... Yeah, it was just... It it wasn't difficult, because obviously I'm not a big cricket fan, but it's just... It's sad to see that we... If I were to say to you right now, Australian cricket, your first thought is... Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. That, you know... And I think... I think... The thing is, as well, was that obviously, you know, they, obviously there was, you know, the only positive to come out of it was that, you know, they got their own Prime Video <laughs> against all, you know, against all uh, yeah. all or nothing on on the, Obviously, the rebuild. Now, i have done a little bit of research, but obviously, it kind of obviously cricket was fucked in Australia for for a couple of years, and and like you mm. said, it was it was all in the mud. But am I understanding that? He's on his way back now into cricket. If 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 I'm he
1: is. So from what I believe, they both got a year suspension from all forms of cricket. Mm-hmm. Um That included grassroots level. Um. But during the time that they were out, Australia went to shit show when it came to cricket. I remember it because we had a couple of tests here and we just were not performing at all. And it was something that. Was not good, you know, we'd lost Steve Smith. He was the leader of the captain of the team. He was so much more and we'd lost you know our second best player questionable um, with David Warner and uh, Yeah, it just to have them come back was was a difficult moment uh, because a lot of the people who hated him for what he did, they wanted to keep hating him, but he came back and he actually did well. And people yeah. were like, I want to hate you, but yet you're doing well for the country. Yeah. Um, but even still, to this day, we're not what we were. Because at the time that that happened, we were the powerhouse. Yeah. Well, of, I I the word. It, yeah. We were killing it. I, I think we had gone for like a few years of just winning pretty much everything. And we came up in you guys against that, in that Ashes series. Um, and that happened, and it just destroyed like cricket entirely. Like that whole thing just, don't know, just ruptured everything, and we've yeah. got
0: shit. I think, I think it, 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 you see it in any sport when a scandal like this kind of happens, and people's, ugh, mm. I don't want to say morals, but like you, I, for anyone that's not watching the podcast, Jackson's facial expressions when he said this summed it up perfectly. When we're talking about. You know he comes back and Australian cricket's in the mud, and you hate the guy he's awful he's like you know what he done was a horrible image, but the teams start winning again and and it's kind of like oh I hate you, but I also hate losing
1: exactly <laughs> so, it was um from me anyway, I never thought he was the main yeah yeah, yeah, He might have been in on it um. But I never thought he was. So it was. I was so happy to see him back. Um, but for everyone else, for most people, it was it was a very confusing time. I think is the word I'm looking for.
0: Do you think? Do you think? Um, to back up your point, do you think from the Australian Cricket Federation? I don't know what they're called, but do you think maybe the fact that he's back shows that your point's correct? That maybe. He was just the full guy which is why they've kind of let him back in, in into it you know they kind of said look we need someone to take the rap for this big time you know we, we'll ban you for yeah. a year and you'll be hated by everyone but in a year you can come back and kind of earn your way back into to the sport
1: i think uh at the time that he got the ban everyone was conflicted a lot of people didn't want it to be that long a lot of people did want it to be that long
0: yeah
1: um I thought it was a pretty chill ban, to be honest. Like you're, you're cheating in an international sport. It's not, <laughs> like I said, it's not. It's not like you're down in the park just having like a bat with your mates, and you, you know, you instead of bowling it, you throw it. Like they, they did something so illegal in the sport, and it wasn't it, like for for what. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was. I know, it's been so long. You got Like just so people don't think I'm not dumb or anything, it's been so long since that happened. Yeah. And because of COVID, no one talked about it. No. As soon as like COVID disappeared everyone's like, eh, yeah, whatever. whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but I do think Cricket Australia knew that he took the brunt of it. Yeah. And that's why they were so in a sense lenient in yeah. a lot of ways with it but at the same time I think what he got was what he deserved in a sense if he was involved in it and he was the person that did it he got what he deserved
0: yeah um so now I want to get on to uh, another it seems that like we're, we're only talking about sore topics from now on um we to. I want to talk about Australian soccer or, or football um you know I want to talk about Australian soccer and mm-hmm. again the same discussion like I said I've had American guests on this before Australia is not a small country, uh, by any stretch of the imagination's Mate, We're bigger. Yeah,
1: um, we're like the third, fourth, fifth or biggest country in the world. Like, so we can I, fit like I think fifty UKs. In, no, I don't think it's fifty. I think it's no, like 50, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah.
0: But I had this discussion when I when I have uh, Seth on uh, my my American friends, uh, and we have this discussion, and we've had we've done a whole podcast on this. If you haven't checked this out, um, if you're listening to it, I would definitely go check out the episode Football v Football, uh, where we talked about the NFL, and then we also talked about the the failure of the MLS and the, the soccer system in the USA. And we're obviously gonna have the same kind of discussion now about Australian soccer. So you've got. You know, one of like you said, one of the top ten biggest countries in the world with such an uh, amazing pool of people—not talent, people to 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 pick from—but they've never like same as America. They've never produced anything. Um, you know, there's been the odd generational player that's come through from the Australian Jimmy system. Cahill. Tim Cahill. Tim Kahill, obviously Everton Everton Legends. Um, you know exactly. Mark Viduca, Harry Kuehl. you know, there's 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 a well yeah, no but exactly, even those names. Harry Kuehl. Yeah. Uh, like, he, he just played for
1: Liverpool, so yeah.
0: yeah. Well yeah, you're gonna say that. But okay, so exactly. how how does the how is soccer seen in Australia? Is it seen as an inferior sport? Obviously, at the end we're going to do an Aussie tier list of, of of sports, but is it seen as one of the inferior sports, the same way soccer is seen in the US?
2: Hmm. I don't think it is. I think
1: soccer is huge here. People, one thing people don't understand is it's absolutely huge here. Um, it's, and it's growing as well. Um, but I think the difference is, you know, you go to all your other countries in Europe and, you know, you, you grow up and you're watching soccer or football, um, and you want to play that. The difference here is our talents usually swing to AFL, Mm -hmm. which is dumb in my opinion, because I feel like you can achieve a lot more with soccer. But I think the reason why it's so small is that, not so small, not, not as big, sorry, uh, is because AFL is the sport. Yeah. It's the same as NFL. It's the same, there's no other actual No. No, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that sport. Yeah. Um, and as a kid, you grow up watching the AFL, you know, not as much as soccer because we will get into that. The league is bang average. Yeah. I was going to swear, but I'm trying not to swear as much. No, you feel free um, to
0: swear. Feel free to swear. I've already swore a couple of times. The league
1: something. is so fucking shit, it's not <laughs> even fucking funny. Like, holy fuck, is it bad? <laughs> and I can get into that because, and I know that's probably going to be one of your next questions, so I'll answer it now for you. The way that our league works, it's the same as AFL. You have your stock standard teams. I think it's 12 or something like that. There's no promotion, no relegation. So if you finish last, you finish last, whatever, go on to the next year. You win the, you win the league, yeah, cool, you won the league. And I think that's where it struggles the most. So that's one, let's take that into account for it, is that no one's scared of getting relegated. Oh, you're doing shit? All right, cool, keep the coach in, he'll be fine, blah, 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 blah. blah. The next count into it is that a lot of leagues, say like MLS, I'm not sure how their franchise player works, is that we're only allowed like, two franchise players per team or something like that, because they don't want it to be too unfair for the teams that have the money. Yeah. So you're not attracting the players to come in. The biggest player we've ever had play in Australia was Del Piero. Yeah. And he's openly admitted to saying he, he wanted to play for... Uh, like he wanted to play in Australia because he just wanted to be in Australia. He wasn't drawn over to come play in Australia.
0: So that leads me on to... Well, yeah to like my next kind of point where where you're kind of saying about okay so take that into consideration they don't you know they don't want it to make it unfair they want it to be not all Australian players but they want it to be people that have come from an Australian footballing system that are obviously surely then that would feed into a strong national team because you're picking the best players from the country and you're not you know like in the Premier League a lot of the criticism of the Premier League is obviously a lot of the teams aren't you know, English players, and, and, and it's hard for English players to work the referee system. But, you know, the way that you're setting it to me, if I was a young Australian lad growing up, I'd be like, Whoa, well, you know, th- there are only going to be two spots on the roster that are going to be for the big boys, and I can earn my way up into into a team because that's the pool that they're going to search on. So, why, why in Australia is it, and obviously, I know you alluded to that the main talents always go over to AFL, but is there any other reasons as to why you know, you don't see these world-class players coming from Australia ever, apart from Tim Cahill?
1: Yeah, that's i say, apart from Tim Cahill. Uh, more money goes into AFL than it does soccer mm-hmm. when it comes to everything. Um, the government would rather AFL succeed than soccer, so it means from grassroots that a lot of the talents that could be huge talents growing up aren't getting the support and the I guess the training that they could get to go further. Obviously you're gonna have those players that are really good and they get picked up by the you know, the VFL not VFL, the the league under the main yeah, league. Yeah. Which each each state has a league under the main league pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um and they usually get they get picked up, but i it, it I I a soccer star, a football star. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna say football for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, no yeah. Saying soccer, a football star is a football star from the get go. They get signed for one of the big clubs because you guys got scouts everywhere, all that stuff. Yeah, they get nurtured into being the best of the best. Right? We don't have that here. We'll get picked up, and it's still gonna be training. Cool, you might pl- get paid to play, but the you're not getting the the training you would say if you went over to uh, England or international. And the best of the best usually tend to be the best of the best because they have that growth in their teenage years to be the best. You know what I mean? You don't have that here. And I think that leads to the lack of what we would call soccer stars here because obviously you've got some good players, but there's a reason they're playing in the A-League and they're not playing for Liverpool or anything yeah. like that because they're just not good enough
0: on a, that on an international yeah, stage do you think uh obviously australia pretty much go to every world cup um but we don't
1: really have much competition here i was about to say
0: you won't mind me saying that the the oceanic region for qualifying is pretty damn awful you know obviously Dead. you know there's the, there's the possibility you know like the us didn't make it and they're in the the north america qualifying which is probably equally as easy as as the oceanic but that was a total shock you know that has the but do you think from from an australian government perspective that's why because they still get the they still get the promotion of going to the world cup so for them it's like oh well we get to go do you think if you guys weren't making it to world cups and weren't being on that stage it would be more of an issue in, in Australia, and it might be like, oh, look, guys, you know, we're one of the biggest countries in the world and we can't even make it to a World Cup. You know, like, do you think it would be a bigger thing if that was the case and it wasn't so easy for you guys to get into World Cups?
1: Not at all. I just think that uh, the average Australian will prefer AFL over to football,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the government would rather that succeed than the rest um so even if we're doing like shit people will be haven't been like look we need to do better which we are now like it is growing obviously um but i just don't think even if we weren't making world cups that anything would change it's the the system we have in is embedded and it's a system that doesn't work and kind of sucks and until that system is unembedded and it's re- rehauled and remastered and remade the, what we have here for football so- soccer
0: it ain't, ain't it I, I said I this guess. and it's kind of I'm going to make a point and then ask you another question on it but I think I've always made this point about anything that when I say franchise league I don't mean they're franchises I'm, you know, and this, when I said this earlier about AFL I should have explained it better by franchise league I mean like you said there's no promotion no relegation you've got a spot mm. in the league that's it you know, you're there you're not going to get relegated you're not going to get whatever but I always say like for me that's the that's the best thing about European soccer, uh European football. That's the best thing is that there's always something to play for, there's always something on the line, there's all and it makes players better, you know, and this is where my question's gonna come to you is if you take the best team in the A-League where in the english footballing pyramid are they going to sit you know like are they going to are they even going to compete with league 2 teams are they even going to you know like i obviously I, you know i i don't even know you know
1: the not championship the one under is where i put them
0: wow so, so this so, is this is what i'm saying it's crazy that you're thinking the the one of the obviously you know it's not the main sport which is obviously we we kind of hits the reason but you're talking about one of the biggest countries in the world can't even perform football at League One level, which is where my local team plays. So my local team, where I live now, not my home team, my local team where I play now, are Portsmouth, and they oh, play they they play at League One level. Yeah, I know that. So you know, so that's the level that the top Australian league talent is at. Like that, I don't, I just it just blows my mind that obviously I know it's different sports and stuff, but mm. it just the logic just. Amazes
1: me. It's logic. I don't think I. I don't. It, it blows my mind as well. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the players that have the potential to do good and that light up the league tend to go overseas and do well. Um, not. I take that back. Not do well, but they go overseas and they realize they can't hack it and they end up coming back. Um, the team I go for don't really follow anymore because again the league's so bad. Um, is Melbourne Victory and we had a kid. 2014, 2013, named Marco Rojas. He was a Kiwi boy, and he was unreal. He, we called him the, the Mini Messi. Unreal. Yeah. Went overseas, went to the Belgian League, came back within three years. <laughs> Couldn't hack it. Oh. So it's where we go wrong. No one knows, but we go wrong somewhere, and it's it's got to do with the system. Do you that, think? Um...
0: Do you think, uh, and and we're gonna get onto it because obviously you're a massive Everton fan, and and you you That's and by things. and obviously with international fans, there's always this stigma that oh yeah they pick a team, but like you know your shit, like you're not you're not. I know like, my shit. Yeah, like you, and you're like a you're like an Everton fan. Like if you were over here, you'd be you know obviously Brett's in in the chat and all that kind of stuff. But, like you're like an Everton fan. Like it's not like oh I picked Everton as my the same way like Atlanta United for me in the MLS. I support Atlanta United, but I'm not like a diehard Atlanta United fan. Whereas for you, and maybe this is another reason why Australian soccer isn't as, as successful, is because like every other nation in the world, it seems, that doesn't follow sport, uh, that doesn't have football as their primary sport, the Premier League's taken over. So, you know, where did you, I don't but know, why, f- why Everton, for you.
1: go on. Why, Everton? Yes, yeah. I'm going to actually uh, expose myself a tiny bit here. Um, So... Not on stream. I... Not
0: on stream. Do not expose yourself on stream. No, I, I,
1: I've i said it on my stream multiple times. Oh. People know my full name. <laughs> um, My full name is Jackson Everton, legally. <laughs> so I was born as an Everton. It was a new name my mum had chosen. I don't know why she chose Everton, um, but she changed her name when I was born to Everton as well. Um... And I didn't really know much about the Premier League growing up. Obviously, I, I think I knew about Chelsea and Arsenal, but no one big. And then I found out about Everton. And I just, as soon as I found out about Everton, I'm like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm supporting Everton until the day I die. <laughs> and I, I feel like it's a, I have to, and I feel like it's a necessity.
2: Yeah. And
1: I sit here, and I'm like, if I ever go to Everton, uh, if I ever go to Liverpool, I want to reach out to Marcel Brands, the Everton chairman, and like just be like, look, here's my passport. Legal last name, surely you can like let me meet someone hook from the me team. up, Yeah, <laughs> just hook me up. And when I tell people this story, they're like, No, you're lying. It's not you know, I'm, I'm sitting here being like, Choose a team in the Prem right now, a good team. And people will be like, Oh, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, City United. Yeah, I'm not, per- I'm purposely not putting that thought, that yeah, white thing yeah, in the yeah, background. yeah, yeah. I actually have quite a few Spurs fans, so don't yeah. worry. Um, and everyone will choose, you know, the top six, top seven. No one would choose Everton. No. and They're the undergo- underdog story. It's the same as why yeah. I supported Richmond. We were the shit ones, and technically Everton are still doing pretty... You know what? We're actually overperforming. What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, we're yeah. overperforming massively. Like, the team that we have shouldn't be in the top four. And we're top five, six? I don't know. Um... But yeah, so that's why I support Everton. It's uh, then my boys <laughs> been there. And I, I remember. Times.
0: So uh, just a little bit of background for how obviously. So me me and Jackson have only actually known each other for about a month. Um, just over now because I've just resubscribed for my second month. Um, two months. Two months. Um, but yeah. So today as well. Today was today. Yeah, it was I woke up this morning, wasn't it? Um, oh, Imagine that. How cool is that? It's exactly a month later. Um, but yeah, so I met Jackson through I was streaming and we were looking for someone who was who was obviously also streaming on Twitch and then we found Jackson and we raided them and obviously one of my mods in my chat, Brett, is a massive Everton fan. And, and when we raided you, and I remember it, man, you were absolutely buzzing when you saw that Brett was the And, like, you are getting all the football banter from, you know, like, the regulars that are in this, in, in my streams had obviously come in and, and, you know, kind of taken that off. And, and that kind of showed, like like I said, you know your shit. Like, you're not just... Uh, uh, you know. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm not just following them for the sake of following a team in no. the Prem. Like, I follow Everton... Fan accounts, I follow Everton's like stat- statistical accounts. Like, I make sure that I pretty much watch every game.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and I, I I, know what's going on before it's going on. Yeah. Fun fact, John Philip Gababin, out for a year and a half, could play on Monday night for, you, for, for us, but Monday night for you. Yeah. After a year and a half out, which I don't see him doing because no. he's been out for a year and a half. But he's available
0: to be picked, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um okay so we've got we've got a, we've got a couple more points and we're going to wrap this up so uh rugby who gives a fuck
1: surprisingly half the country here does wow
0: yeah so uh,
1: we so have So where obviously... so why
0: so why is like this is what I mean the AFL absolutely swamps soccer but then rugby is a whole you know
1: so the thing with rugby and AFL is that if you come down north Where I am, um, Adelaide, uh, Perth, which is west, uh, but Adelaide's still north, Tasmania, parts of Sydney, Um, really big AFL fan base, obviously. The east coast, up, and, I said up, I said down north, I meant down south. It's, (laughs) It's like, the east coast, it's like rugby fanatics, you know, huge. It's big here as well, but AFL's bigger, it's like... I don't know, these different different fucking cities, like different things, and it's too it's confuzzling companies like the one sport. Obviously, you probably have the same over there. Yeah. But it's just weird to see the difference because for us, AFL's huge. You go to Canberra, which is ACT, which is the capital of Australia. Rugby's huge. You go to Sydney, it's 50-50. You go to Queensland, like Brisbane or um, Gold Coast, rugby's big up there it's very weird how the social structure of following sports work per city
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that's all i had to
0: say yeah yeah i mean rugby um i would definitely say and there'll be people that would disagree with me but i I feel pretty confident saying that football is the biggest sport in 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 the uk i I would definitely say that without any
1: biggest sport in the world
0: yeah, it is the biggest sport in the world. Um, obviously the Americans would say it's, the Americans would say it's the NFL, but that's because the world only exists in the USA exactly. for the USA. The it's USA like, is their own world. <laughs> they have a World Series, but only teams in the USL play in it. Like in, in in the in the World baseball.
1: Series baseball.
0: Yeah, exactly. But like for us over here, like rugby, like you know, I would I would rugby's big when England play. I would say rugby's big, but it, but I, I, I yeah, I agree though with for you us. though. I do think it is geographical. Like the further north you go, I would say, the more rugby league is popular. The further north you go, so rugby league for anyone that doesn't know is a slightly faster-paced version of rugby. We yeah. um, have both as well. Yeah, probably. yeah. And obviously the further south you go, I would say rugby union is 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 the more i don't know if because rug, rugby union is maybe seen as the more upper class kind of sport it's probably why mm. down south for us I don't know if geographically with you guys how how the class thing works, but you know like for us the further south you go is kind of more upper class kind of thing and north and an if I ever go up yeah. But um, yeah, but uh, but no, yeah. So so like rugby, uh, it's always been a it's always been a thing, and obviously you know like Six Nations, World Cup, all of that kind of stuff is obviously for when when rugby kind of comes into its element. But I think that's with any sport. When, once it goes international and you have the whole nation behind it, that's when it kind of gets the attention. Like soccer probably doesn't get a lot of attention in in Australia, but when the World Cup's on and if Australia are playing, even people that don't like soccer are normally cheering on Australia. Do you know what I mean? Like that's 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 kind of you know where it's at for me um so for you though and and this is uh for you um and obviously we're coming towards the end of the podcast so if you guys have got any questions put them in the chat now i try my best well me and jackson will try our best to scroll back and find them if there aren't any questions then we'll just wrap it up but if you have got questions uh, now's your chance because we're just going to do one last point and then we'll move on to questions at the end before we wrap everything up so the last point for me is i want from you right now jackson i want a Aussie sports tier list of the top four sports in Australia.
2: Ready for this? I'm ready. AFL. AFL I'm going to put league, Rugby League. Football.
1: Union.
0: Really? I think it's yeah. not even on there.
1: No. It's played a lot, but I... If State v. State's on... No one watches it. Okay. No one watches it. But if it's like... We have this thing called the... You have the Big it's Bash? It, is, is it the Big Bash? We have the Big Bash, yes, but it's Big Bash is still not that big. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll put the cricket ab- above Union. Fuck yeah. Union off. No one cares about Union. But we have... um, We have usually Queensland versus New South Wales Rugby League. Hmm. So every player from the respected state... Um, you can make the team, obviously, for rugby. And that's huge. Everyone watches that. I mean, that's why I'd put rugby above soccer, just because of that. Wow. Um, But when it comes to cricket, like, state v. state, no one cares about. It's, like, barely televised. It's only when it comes to the international stuff that people care about cricket. Mm -hmm. So... That's but interesting. Yeah, Trump's all...
0: yeah, it seems it seems that and, and I think I think I've kind of noticed that just across everything. Whenever there's a... I I think I would say America's a little bit different because they've got like the NFL, the NBA, the, the the Hockey League, the NHL, sorry, the NHL, and then they've got the MLB. So they've they've got four sports that are played three of those sports are played across the world but they're also like those three um what's the word i want to use those three entities are the biggest in their field but in australia it is Mm. literally just afl like and that's that is just it and that's why you know like you said it's the domination of 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 the market is because it is that sport like that's that's all Mm. it is you know it's afl or death you know it's it's absolutely crazy but yeah so um Obviously, a really interesting chat today. Getting to know all things Australian sports, um, and obviously, we were talking before the podcast, and we're we're all hoping for FIFA to mess up a little bit uh, again, so I can get Jackton on to talk about FIFA because uh, I feel like that would yes. be a really fun discussion. I'm uh, a
1: little FIFA nerd.
0: Yeah, but we uh, we need we need EA to mess up. But I'm sure they um,
1: do it once a week.
0: So it'll yeah, be <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. But yeah, again, thank you, um, everyone uh, for watching uh, live on Twitch. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, please uh, chuck a thumbs up and subscribe. And if there's content you want to see, comment down below uh what you want to see and who you want to see on. And I'll really try my best to get the best guess I can. But as I've always said, if I don't like the topic, I won't do it. I won't be doing topics just because you guys want me to. But if there's a topic that you guys say, and I go, oh yeah, that'd be sick. Or that's something that I've never thought about. Um, and yeah, and obviously if you're listening on Spotify, thank you for taking the time to listen. Uh, obviously Spotify is kind of a new market for me. Um, and it's really hard to monitor your progress on uh, on, on Spotify. So uh, yeah, if you're listening on Spotify, please check a follow and obviously share it with your friends and you can post it on your Instagram stories and all that kind of rubbish. Um but yeah, so thank you so much for watching. Um obviously Jackson, uh where can everyone find you, what can they find you doing, and uh and yeah, you know, social media isn't that.
1: Uh Evo on pretty much everything. A U S E V O. Um I'm on the TikTok grind. I've taken a little break from the TikTok grind because quite difficult. A lot of editing is involved. <laughs> um stream on Twitch, I play a variety of games, um from FIFA to Apex to um some single player games. Um, and then uh, Twitter. I don't really post much on Twitter because I just like I like being on Twitter just to see what's going on on Twitter. Yeah, I like yeah. lurking on Twitter to see what everyone's talking about. Um, don't really. I have a YouTube channel if you wanted to. Um, that's actually my name, which is Jackson Everton. I need to change it. I just it's linked to my main email, so it's very hard to change.
0: Uh, I know how to change that, so I can help you out with that. Actually, I, I've done that online. So yeah, I'm learning be...
1: things as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, but no, yeah. So um, again, massive. Thank you uh, to, to everyone that's obviously stopped by the podcast and watched. Obviously, you know, um, there's going to be topics where, you know, w- there, there'll there be more traffic and there'll be topics where there are, where are less traffic um, because obviously, but you know, for me, this podcast is all about stuff that I'm interested in and, and there's nothing I'm more interested in than finding out new things. Um, so for me, today's been really interesting and, and I just want to say a massive thank you to Jackson for coming on. And for, you know, having a shave and making himself look so goddamn beautiful. Yeah, Uh, no, I shaved the
1: beard. You guys probably expected a big hairy barbarian uh, from the picture, but I'm like, yeah, clean. You know, the TikTok thing with that.
0: (laughs) Oh, whatever. I I, I don't Mm. know. One of them, one of them. It's it's
1: eyebrows up and then, like, I I don't know how to do it.
0: Like, some people actually look attractive when
1: they do that. I'm just like
0: you know, you just look like you need to go and put stuff out in the toilet or something but yeah anyway so uh, thank oh, you yeah i'll use
1: the stuff on the background as toilet paper well, oh okay. brilliant <laughs>
0: well on that note um thank you so much everyone for watching and anyone that's listening um there's going to be an announcement about the sporty season podcast in the next couple of days don't worry it's not ending but there is going to be a little delay and I'll, i'm going to do a little video to put on twitter to explain kind of what's going on in my life at the minute, which is why I've got stop. Uh it's good news, don't worry, it's not bad news. Um, but I'll 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 fill you guys in on, on why there's going to be a little break on the podcast, and we probably won't be back until the Imola Grand Prix, uh, which will probably be the first podcast back. So I'm gonna take a couple of weeks off um because I've got stuff to sort out. But yeah, so thank you so much for watching. As always, we're gonna go and raid someone, uh, we're gonna go raid uh Fa- Ospina, who was the very lucky winner of my uh football shirt giveaway with classic football shirts which obviously you can pick up using code Agencies. get 10% off. But yeah, so thank you so much everyone for watching and I will see you guys later. Bye.